This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 20th of July. Flux fam, we'll be recording a live podcast from Splendour in the Grass this afternoon Mm. at 3pm. So, if you're heading to Splendour, make sure to come and say hello at 3pm. Love it. We're also giving away $200 in the comedy tent at 3pm. So, pop on down if you want to win. Hey man, get a whiff of this one. Mm. Internal sales data from Coles has been leaked. And it shows that Aussies might be becoming a little less hygienic. The sales of bath soap and body wash has dropped by 33%. That cost of living is biting people's hygiene hard. Three scented stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, the Barbie movie was released yesterday evening and it's expected to create huge ripple effects for Barbie owner Mattel and Mattel's bottom line. Feels like everyone is entering their Barbie era right now. So tell me what's going on here. So a bit of background, Jazzy Boy. Mattel was founded in 1945 and is one of the largest toy companies in the solar system. It's known for products like your Fisher Prices, your Hot Wheels, and of course, your Barbies. You mean your Barbara Millicent <laughs> Roberts, which is Barbie's formal name. Yes, Brett, exactly. And now we know that over the last couple of years, Barbie has been making the transition from dollhouse to big screen. And although early days, the movie is expected to generate a cool 450 to $550 million worldwide. Now, Brett, if this movie hits those figures, Mattel could see a pretty chunky profit lift this year. Some expecting Mattel's profits jump by as much as 10%. But not really from the movie. It's because the movie will likely spur demand for Barbie dolls and other licensed merchandise. And Jazzy Boy, the buzz around the movie has already had a positive effect on Mattel's shares. Yep, it's risen 18% over the past month in anticipation for the movies. They're really turning Barbara into a transmedia franchise. Ooh, so what is the key learning here? A transmedia franchise is a media franchise where there are multiple spin-offs of the character. And multiple spin-offs for revenue. In Barbie's case, we're talking a major movie spin-off from the toy. And now a whole range of other peculiar licensing agreements. We're seeing Barbie-branded apparel popping up everywhere from Gap to Forever 21 and even grilled burgers. That's right, grilled burgers <laughs> Barbie style. And this allows Mattel to maximise its Barbie IP across multiple platforms. They're not the first company to leverage their brand to build movies and apparel and burgers. Yep, Lego did it with Lego movies, maybe not the burgers. And Hasbro has done it with Transformers 2, maybe not the burgers. But Barbie has taken the hype to the next level. In the US, they're calling it the summer of Barbie. And for Mattel, this is looking like the summer of Barbie profit. For our second story, Elon Musk has warned that Twitter is still not profitable thanks to a chunky drop in ad revenue and a very, very, very large debt. (laughs) You gotta love Elon providing financial updates via a tweet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what is happening here? All right, Jazzy Boy, we know that Twitter was acquired by Elon in a 44 billion US dollar deal, which just so happened to include 13 billion US dollars worth of debt. And Brett, I take it that the interest repayments on that 13 billion dollars is not small. In fact, Jazzy Boy, it's estimated that Twitter will pay about 1.5 billion dollars in annual interest payments. Just goes to show how much the interest can hurt on a leveraged buyout. Oh yeah, so what is the key learning here? A leveraged buyout is a strategy where a company is acquired by another entity using a significant amount of debt to meet the acquisition cost. Often, the assets of the newly acquired company, which is Twitter in this case, serves as collateral for the loan. And Twitter is on the hook to pay them back. And Jazzy Boy, leveraged buyouts are risky business. I take you back to Dick Smith in 2012. A private equity firm called Anchorage Capital acquired Dick Smith for 94 mil. And this deal was heavily funded by debt. They slowly turned around the company and floated on the ASX, but had so much debt that it just couldn't survive. And while Elon isn't at that Dick Smith stage, his lack of cash flows from revenue are really hurting 
hurting his chances of making Twitter successful again. Mm. For our third and final story, an Australian cybertech company named Secure Code Warrior has just closed a 50 million US dollar capital raise with backing from Goldman Sachs. A very strong endorsement there, Juzzy boy. Tell me more about this one. A bit of background. Secure Code Warrior was founded in Sydney in 2015. As we know, Juzzy boy, the number of cyber attacks across the world have grown rapidly over the last few years. Think Optus, think Medibank, think Latitude Financial, and that is just in Australia alone last year. Now, Secure Code Warrior's goal is to teach developers how to fix security vulnerabilities as they code. And Brett, after just notching up its 600th 600 enterprise customer, it's now raised a lazy 50 million US dollars to increase its market share. Fascinating. So what is the key learning here? The risk of a cyber attack is too big to bear for too many businesses and its CEOs. As we know, Juzzy Boy, a major cyber attack can pose not only a commercial risk mm-hmm. for businesses, but also a reputational risk. Think Optus, who lost more than 10% of their customers post-cyber attack. Or Medibank, who lost at least 13,000 customers from their breach. Now, Brett, they're both slowly recovering, but it has taken its time. So Secure Code Warrior is hoping it can leverage these nasty cyber attacks to drive its business case forward. And for that, companies are willing to pay the big, big bucks. FluxFam, we are pumped to be recording a live podcast from Splendor in the Grass this afternoon at 3pm. So if you happen to be in the Splendor in the Grass neighbourhood, we would love it if you come and said hello. So pop down to the comedy tent and wave a big hello to us. We can't wait to meet you. 3 p.m. I repeat, 3 p.m. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.